Good morning, good morning, good morning here in beautiful Encinitas, California. My name is Rick Nora. All right, you guys, like the quote says today, uh, we, we're talking about memory. Now, memory to me uh, can be a lot of different topics, and you can go down a lot of different gopher holes uh, when, you, when we're starting to talk about memory. I'm going to talk today in two parts about memory. Um, I'm going to talk that first part about the muscle memory of an athlete and or a Marine, and the second part of that memory is going to be Rick as the nurse talking a little bit about um, how we lose our memory over time and uh, 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 the effects of kind of a dementia and, uh, and on the onsets of uh, on Alzheimer's disease. I, I myself with my broken English often say the wrong word, so I don't like to say Alzheimer's <laughs> or Alzheimer's, so I say it incorrect. So I'm just going to use the generic term dementia. All right, now. Talking about the two versions, all right, as, as, as you would love it, I'm going to talk about a story here, yes. So muscle memory and how it works on the performance side. Well, memory and how muscle memory versus memory loss and why they're different and why I like to talk to them to, to get to, uh, together. Now, muscle memory is an adaptation of the body, the mind, and with the body. So as a triathlete, a big part of what I started to learn as I was training is the muscle memory of swimming, that muscle memory of cycling, and that muscle memory of running. Now, the body takes about four to five weeks to do what's, to do what's called or adapt. And through that adaptation, the body has to do pretty much the same thing over and over and over again. Now with just small changes to efficiency and, 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 and tempo and things like that. So a lot of times when individuals uh, start to discuss to me and talk to me about training and how boring it is, I often say that, yeah, it's going to be somewhat boring because we're trying to create an, what, I, what I would consider in an instinctive type of muscle memory. So as a triathlete, uh, I'll give you an example. I am going away to cycling camp uh, this Thursday. I'm going to Carefree, Arizona. Now, I'm putting out uh, for all these campers to see that I haven't been on my bike as much as I would like to, all right? As a triathlete and as a cyclist, I'm used to riding anywhere on a bad day or a bad week about three, maybe three or four times a week. On a good week, I would pretty much ride my bike every day. But because of my business and what I've been doing lately, I've had to ride my bike once a month. So what's kind of nice is that my body relies on muscle memory from all those years of riding my bike every day, putting in that volume, and going through. There is a rusty periodness that goes through that where my bike handling is not the greatest. But after one or two days of kind of riding my bike regularly, it kind of uh, comes in. Now... That muscle memory wasn't created, you know, overnight, you guys. You know, I was, in a, I was a triathlete and a competitive triathlete for 12 years. Let me say that again. I was a competitive triathlete for 12 years. So it's, a not, it's not a great habit to rely on that, on that muscle memory, you guys. I'm not going to lie to you. As a coach, you know, what's kind, what, what I often talk about is that frequency. So just a little bit every day, even if I rode my bike here in the studio for about 20, 30 minutes, I would keep that muscle memory sharp. Now, as life would have it, I don't have that opportunity, so that muscle memory is locked in. Now, 
how does that affect my memory part? Well, remember, there is a difference between muscle memory and memory loss. Now, let's talk, let's talk a quick difference on your brain and how your brain works. Now, our brains are a constant machine of electricity, and as they're, as they're thinking, they're humming. Remember, our, our brains require the most amount of calories. So out of all those, uh, your metabolic rate, 500 or more calories alone of your daily allotted calories goes to just powering your brain. So if you are if you're like someone like myself that has a metabolic rate of about 1900 calories, $500 of that, or excuse me, $500, five, that's what it seems like sometimes it costs me to feed myself. 500 calories of that is related just to let your brain work. Now, as your as your brain takes in those calories, your body's going to create little synapses. Those synapses uh, allow for your your brain to fire. Now, every time your body and you start to you start to think we create these memories but what ends up happening is those memories that we've had all right let's say i was in seventh grade all right and now i'm 47 here's me in at seventh grade and this is me at 47 every time i have a new memory my body kind of thinks like this kind of goes through it kind of circles through my 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 files and it goes back to, hey, did he have this experience when he was a little bit younger? What can he pull on that? Can he pull when he, when he was in seven, when he was seven in uh, seventh grade? Can he pull when he was in high school? Can he pull when he's in college? Can he pull when he's in ring court? Can he pull from yesterday? So your body does this. What I often say, it kind of works like a PC. It, it works and looks for that information. Nowadays, with my younger generation, it's like it's like pulling down an app. So basically, with your brain, all it does is it looks for the right app. And it goes back to that app and pulls that app back up. Well, with that, there's a lot of junk. All right, you guys? We're seeing a lot of junk. So your, your memory is constantly saying, oh, been there, done that, been there, done that, boom, put it away, don't need it, don't need it, don't need it. And it allows our body to grow, to, to allows our body to take in new experiences versus old experiences. Okay. But imagine you guys, again, your brain, and this is, I'm not a neuroscientist. I'm not all this guy, and there's probably a hundred people that are gonna that are gonna they're gonna say other you know things that are smarter than me. But here's what I feel in just any organ or any part of your body, especially a guy like me who's hyper, who is who has ADHD. My brain is always firing, and this is what I always say. This is my brain, and if my brain is moving like this as I'm going through a forest, and our, my brain is moving this fast, and then I add sugar, and then I add stimulants, and then I add this. This is what my memory is doing, just like this. And, and then I expect it to go to sleep. Then I expect it to do this. And then all of a sudden, whoop, I hit something. Your brain puts on the brakes. Now you get anger. You get emotions. You get all of this stuff added to this movement here. And you can have, like for me, you can have a, a, a bipolar experience. You can just go outside your body. But it a, it's, a, it's a rip. It's a it's a It's a... What I call it's a, it's a it's a match that's being used. That match is it's about pressure. It's about your brain. And once that match is used, it's used. And I and again, this is just my opinion. This is my brain and how I feel. It is is that my brain starts to get tired. And then when my brain gets tired, I then use I can use a stimulant. I use caffeine sometimes, or I can feed it with a good fat like a ketone, which keeps my memory nice and strong and keeps me active. 
But right there, you guys, that is a loss of memory. Now, continue to add years to your body. Go, you know, go, you, if, you're, if you're 20, not a big deal. If you're 30, it starts to be not a big deal. As, as you get to 40, you know, you're, you've got more hits on the, on, on the body. You've got more things that are happening, all right? Now, think about this. Now you hit 50. Now you hit 60. Let's say you, we're, we're at 70. Now your brain in and itself has had just a lot of use. So as we get, as, our, as that forest, like I said, that forest is going, that forest where we are very comfortable like this because our youth, our adrenaline and everything like this, we can handle this, wham. We can handle that, wham. We can handle that as we get older. This doesn't really slow down, but we do slow down just a little bit because think about it, just like this cup of coffee, if I keep adding water to it, it will overflow. Now, that overflow is and has uh, been discussed as and can be considered chronic brain inflammation. And I know, when, and, and it's a very broad stroke of saying chronic brain inflammation. But you guys, think about it. If I'm using my brain and my brain is filling up with all this information, add to the fact that most people don't prepare for sleep and you don't sleep well, all right, there's like half of you are saying, oh, Rick, I sleep great. Don't worry about it. Really? Are you, are, that's subjective. Are, have you had a sleep analysis? Have you looked at your iPhone and see what, how long you've been in REM sleep? Have you, been able, uh, have you been able to have your spouse tell you if you snore or you don't snore? All right. When you wake up, are you taking your blood pressure to see if your heart rate is continuously the same for the last five or six, uh, six days? That's objective data. When 99% of the country doesn't do that, including me, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, all right, we just say, oh, I slept good. Or, yeah, I got enough sleep. And only when it affects our health do we forget that, that sleep, how important it is. That's the last thing as a nurse that I ever hear, and it's the first thing I start with everybody. I go, how are you sleeping? Oh, good. I hear that all the time. Oh, I'm good. But it affects your memory. Here's the reason why it affects your memory, you guys. Because when you go to sleep, your brain actually shrinks a little bit. Your brain fluid kind of kind of uh, has a tendency to kind of, uh, when your brain shrinks, it kind of creates a little bit of a space. And all of that fluid kind of goes out. And it's, and it's like your, your own sewer system, the, the lymphatic system. And there's a lot of guys from SciTech that really, we've done some thermal imaging here. Um, and seeing uh, really that during this process of, of sleep, when your body decides to clean itself out with that sewer system, can it do it? Are the lymph nodes blocked? If they're not blocked, uh, or if they are blocked, go see my guy Sky David, or, and or go get a lymphatic massage to open up the sewer system of the body, allowing that body to help with that memory and reducing the chronic inflammation on the brain. Now remember, when I mean that chronic inflammation on the brain, all I'm referring to is this. Human beings, we're constantly putting what? Memories, information into our brains. You're watching my program right now on your iPhone and you're probably multitasking. You're watching me, you're, on, you're, you're probably split screen with Twitter, you're, you've got your computer in front of you. Again, now it's not this small cup, Whoa, you're pouring. You're pouring information into your brain like this. And you're wondering why when you're 50, 60, 70 years old, you can't remember your kid's birthday. 
It's simple. It's simple. It's just how do we fix it? How do we reduce uh, dementia? How do we reduce the fact that I my memory isn't so good? Esteban, who's sitting off screen, said it. Yeah, practice. Practice. Exactly. Just like we practice the, you know, the squat. Practice. So here's three things that I like to do for, for, for you to help with your memory, all right? And there's probably 15 others that you can do. The first thing that I'd love to do is do things with the offhand. I'll say that again. I love to do things with the offhand. So for me, if you notice, uh, this is my left hand and I'm right-handed. But most people want to do this with their right hand. But I've trained myself to go right and left hand because at night I actually comb my hair with my left hand and, and my right. I also brush my teeth right-handed and then left-handed. I do this every night. I also shave right-handed, left-handed. Things like that help me with my memory so that I'm using both sides of my brain. Simple. You can do that every single day. When you're eating, try to eat with your left hand. How many people? Watch this. Watch this. Oh my God, Esteban, it's happening. I'm training here. It may seem funny, but I picked it up once with my right hand, once with my left. Once with my right, once with my left. It may be simple, but Tai Chi talks about it all the time, about moving and, and going. Number two trick that I like to do. You've heard it before. I talk about it all the time. And it's not the greatest in the world, but word searches, crossword puzzle, things like that that allow your brain to read backwards. Do things that you don't do. Two times two is four. Three times two is six. Five times five is 25. You see how I, I, I used all the snowball ones? I didn't use any one that were, that were difficult. But what I was able to do was I'm able to keep my brain sharp. I'm using and I'm using things that I learned in grade school, times table. You know, counting change is nice ways of letting your brain to work very quickly. And you could do it throughout the day. Now, the other one, here it is. I got to get closer to the camera here, is this. And I have a prop here, you guys. All right. So let's see how this works. So what, what, what do I have here, right? My eyes are closed, correct? I took a mental picture of the table. So when I'm here, my coffee should be right here. Eyes are closed. Oh, awesome. I'm going to feel the table. Proprioception. Now, I know I put a banana on the table. Look at that. There's a banana. Now, my eyes are closed, but I visualize the memory of a banana. Yeah, it's a little brown and stuff. I, I, I like them like that. Now, most people... Would they do what? They would open their eyes. But for me, the simple fact of practicing, yeah, I'm doing this while I'm at home or I'm in the, uh, I'm uh, at a restaurant or whatever. I basically, yes, simple, peel the banana with my eyes closed and ate it. It's not that, you guys, a lot of times, just like when we talked about courage, talking with my mom, folks, give me a second. It's again, when we talk about courage, when we talk about memory and we talk about training, we think of thoughts of grandeur. I, oh, courage is running through a building. No, remember courage is ordering a cup of coffee in a very crowded area. If you're not comfortable talking in public, that takes courage. We talked about motivation. 
That's not motivation, you guys. And at times that could be motivation. You may need that, but motivation is doing the things that you don't necessarily always like to do, but you know they're good for them, good for you. That's motivation. And the third, and the, and the thing that I like is, is training your memory doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to, you don't have to stop the world. Just close your eyes and peel a banana. Close your eyes and pick up your cup of coffee. Now, I have to put a disclosure because we are in the United States. If by any chance you burn yourself or do anything at risk with your eyes closed, that's on you. And I hate to be in the U.S. to have to say that. That's on you. All right. But what I like for, what I like for you guys to do is try these tasks that is training. A little bit every day is how we get better. The proper plier planning prevents piss poor performance. And we always train smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic targets. Is this achievable? Is it realistic? Yes. But you know what, you guys, out there in social network land, you doubt it because it's supposed to be harder. It's supposed to be whatever, but it's not. The formula hasn't changed. Frequency plus duration equals slash results or intensity. So you guys, when we're talking about memory, we're talking about two types. One, there's that muscle memory that we do as we're an, a human athlete that's doing those that, um, that same things pretty much throughout the day where you could do them with your eyes closed and you don't even think about it, you guys. I go back here to grab my cell phone because it's muscle memory. I go here because my wallet, where my wallet is, that's muscle memory. And that happens when we do boring things over and over again. That's great, that can work good. Memory loss happens when we fill our, our body and our, our brain with memory with memories. We don't have an adequate amount of release and cleaning out through the lymphatic system. And, and through time, the memory gets worse. But here's the key also is we don't practice our memory. Something that we think we just, it, it's something we don't need to practice. But it's something that we need to practice every day and you know and a step on his he held up a sign right there he goes rick is that why we do sleep hygiene exactly because a big part of what i talk about and why i'm an i'm, I'm a full-time coach and why i do this it's i'm a resource and if i'm not giving you the resources or solutions to the problems that you're having then go, go then go look at another channel go do something else because that's what i'm doing when i'm scrolling through i'm looking for uh uh, ways to solve my problem in that sleep hygiene we're working on muscle memory we're working on mental memory and we're working on allowing that body to sleep and if you're sleeping you're recovering and if you're recovering you're healing and when i say our motivation will inspire you to be better that better could be just a good night's sleep that improves your memory and that can help so you guys this today i wanted to keep it short and sweet right under 20 minutes so that you guys can forward this to all your friends. So out there in social network, share it with your friends. Show this. So when I say our motivation will inspire you to be better, let's start that with sleep. See you guys. For more information about T3 Body, check out our website at t3bodyencinitas.com. On our social networks, we're available on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you'd like to speak to me directly, that number is 760 405 2445.